On today's show, we got a big announcement about Media Day to tell you guys, let you know about that. And we're also breaking down the questions we want answered on Media Day. Hey, we're back. We're back together. It's a brand new season. And man, we got some things in store for Lockdown Maps. Right here on Lockdown Maps. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Maps Podcast. Hey, hey, Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. Good friends off the court, but what about your... Oh, no. Okay. I, I'll fix that in my story. Appreciate it. Welcome. You're locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor, and writer at Mavs.com. Back with us. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? A week off. A week off from Lockdown Mavs. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, I did the intro wrong. What? Writer and contributor at Mavs.com. The We Back Boy, the One More Thing King. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Let's go. We are back. And Rusty. <laughs> well, it's 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 weird because the NBA offseason leading up to you know training camp for majority of NBA people. They just take all this time off. Like, there's a reason why a lot of the you know top reporters and you know people who are in this business, you know, as their full time job, they're just you know they take this time off. It's a break away. We're just grinding out pods every day. Oh still. yeah. So you know us. We just alternate. You know, taking a week off. And I don't. I don't think the No Dunks guys have done an actual NBA podcast in like four months. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it, but you know what? Lockdown Mavs has. Good and, for them. Uh, We've been doing our thing. <laughs> but man. It's it's a new season. You know, this is a this is year five for us, you know, as far as like season doing, you know, locked on Mavs, which is crazy. This is year six covering the Mavs. And it's a brand new season. Um Yeah, and it, it's a it's a fun season, fun team, and yeah, we, we have some fun stuff in store for Media Day today. Like I said, I got a we got a pretty big announcement for us, big for us to about Media Day that we will talk about a little later. First of all, thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen every single day. Remember, Lockdown Maps is free and on all platforms, podcasts, and YouTube. Subscribe to Lockdown Mavericks on YouTube. We are, as of the recording of this, ten subs away from seven thousand. Can we get to seven thousand seven hundred? We're passing that today. Can we get to seven thousand seven hundred by the end of Media Day? That's my that's oh. my little goal. Can we get that many? In That's one day, so that we hit 7,700. That would be awesome. Luca's number. All right. What we're getting into today. Questions we want answered at Dallas Mavericks Media Day. Uh, I'll tease a little bit. Isaac and I will both be there. Uh, but we have a bunch of questions for people, and they're only letting a certain number of, of media people there to ask questions. A lot of people will be on Zoom and all that kind of stuff. I think the big overall, big, huge story, there's going to be a ton of different media days, not just the Mavericks. I know Jazz, Raptors, uh, a whole bunch of, I think I had a list of all the locked-on hosts that are going to be at, um, like Celtics, Hornets, Hawks, Magic, Pacers, Pelicans. They're all tomorrow, and they're all going to be asking this question. How many players on the team are vaccinated? What's the status of everybody, especially – after that article came out with Kyrie Irving quotes and with Jonathan Isaac quotes and all that kind of stuff, that's going to be a huge story tomorrow for everybody and for the rest of the season, probably. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, <clears throat> I mean, I feel like that is the biggest storyline going into this season that, you know, the Rolling Stones article came out yep. um, crazy reported uh, <laughs> piece of how he was. I mean, that guy was in a players union meeting and, you know, mm -hmm. pulling quotes from that and getting direct quotes from, 
you know, certain players and stuff. The fact that, you know, this is a, you know, a two sided thing, you know, for, for some people out there. And, uh, you know, the fact that there's, there's laws in place, like, and we're saying this is the biggest storyline because this could drastically change the whole season for the whole league. Because I mean, not that Andrew Wiggins is, you know, a top five player in the league, but <laughs> as of re-recording right now, Andrew Wiggins has to set out every single home game for the Warriors. Kyrie Irving, yeah. if he like, will he, can't he practice? He can't go in buildings. Yeah. Like, will he have to set out every home game for the Nets? Like, how are they going to handle unvaccinated players going to San Francisco, going to New York? Can they play that? There's still some stuff that has to be figured out, but it's just the, we're still there. Like we're still in this, no matter how bad a lot of us want to be out of it. I think we all want to be out of this, but we're still in it. And the NBA still, uh, trying to navigate the waters on this of unvax bus you know, versus the vaccinated. And it intersects life in a way that is like so personal for all of us, because I'm sure everyone listening has somebody in their family, in their friend group somewhere, somebody maybe that they work with, maybe just an acquaintance that they know that it's like, I'm not getting the vaccine, right? Like, I'm not doing this. I'm doing my own research, all that kind of stuff. The Jonathan Isaac quotes about how he was doing his own research, watching Trump speeches, doing like, doing all this stuff, like going down these rabbit trails. I'm like, man, that sounds so relatable with so many people that, that I know in my personal life. Uh, and I personally want to say that, like, I'm a Christian person that has gotten the vaccine, that believes in science and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't know if, like, I think there are some people out there that may not know a Christian, like somebody that believes in God or believes in, in Jesus that actually thinks that way and believes that way. So I want to come out and say that I am one of those people that do uh, and that got a vaccine and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I just want to make that very clear off the top. Me too, so guys. I'm, <laughs> I say. I'm a pastor. I work at a church and, uh, Fully vaccinated over here. Yeah, so uh, not to make it about us, but I just wanted to, to say that to everybody. This is going to be a big story, and we're not sure what's going on with the, the Mavericks and all that kind of stuff, but um, we'll find out, and that'll be a big question tomorrow. It will, and your camera is... It's driving me nuts. It's it's going wild right now with focus, so if you're not watching YouTube, then you're missing out on Nick trying to get up close and personal with the camera. The, the other storyline that's probably the biggest one outside of this... Rolling Stones piece, the vaccination story and all that is, is Ben Simmons. You know, I've been out this whole week, this past week. And, you know, the Ben Simmons conversation, this is the, it's become like an evergreen thing. I'm like, will this ever go away? Can we please just like trade him? I'm so tired of this. I'm, I'm just done. I'm done with the Ben Simmons story. I'm done with all the updates. I'm done with the next iteration of he wants out. We know. We all know he's wanted yeah. out for so long. We get and it. You're not playing again for the Sixers. We understand. That's why I almost like I've I've almost the pendulum swung back for me of like, I almost don't care what Philly thinks at this point. Cause like Philly, you have known this whole time. <laughs> yeah. So why are we acting like this is like, oh, he's gonna set out? It's like, I get it. Like, I don't ag uh, agree with some of that, like <laughs> He didn't want to see his teammates and all this stuff. I'm like, dude's going to okay. get a heck of we a reaction it. in Philly. But I'm just, I'm so burnt out on the story. Please. And, and there's no easy answer to where is he going, right? Like no. where, what team is he going to get traded to? Because it was kind of the, everybody's answer was the Timberwolves. And then all of a sudden the Timberwolves fired their, you know, fired their uh, GM, who was a former Mavericks GM for three months. <laughs> And Another so example of guys, just wait for the rest of the story to come out before you fire off your hot takes on Twitter about. Seriously, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, uh, but yeah, let's let's focus on some of the actual like basketball type questions we want answered 
for the Dallas Mavericks. Because the vaccine question is going to be huge. Ben Simmons is going to be huge all across the NBA. I don't think that's a Mavericks-specific question. I don't think that'll come up in Mavericks media. If it does, we'll see. But what are some some questions we want to answer? Let's start with Luka. I think that that's, that's sort of that's going to be the biggest one for us, I think. Uh, what's If you could ask Luka one question, I think, what, what would it be? I want to just ask him about Jason Kidd. I mean, this is... You know, for a lot of players, I mean, even for Brunson, for Dwight Powell, for Dorian Finney-Smith, for Maxi, you know, their whole careers have been, you know, short careers so far, but have been playing for not Dwight Powell. He's, you know, he came from Boston, but like these guys have played for Rick their entire career. Now everything's changing, not just Rick, but majority of the coaching staff. So I want to talk to Luca about like, what did you know about Jason Kidd before? Like, did you really look up to him? What are you excited about with Kidd that, you know, Maybe you weren't about Rick, you know, <laughs> that, you know what I just, I, that's, I want to have that dialogue with, with Luca on the Jason Kidd coaching hire. That's absolutely huge because like, there was talks that, and rumors and rumblings that he was getting kind of tired of Rick Carlisle. Right. And does, can Jason Kidd, who other players around the league have said, I've gotten tired of Jason Kidd, right. I've, I've been done with, with Jason Kidd. Can Jason Kidd, has he learned or grown from that, 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 you know, time in his life and has he taken any of that and put it into action already with Luca? I think that's going to be a massive thing. And just how is, is he going to use Luca differently? What's he going to do? I mean, is it yeah. different coaching? How is he going to handle when Luca doesn't want to be taken out of a playoff game and Rick Carlisle would have just taken him out anyway. And will Jason Kidd just sort of like, okay, put the ego down and let Jason and let Luca dictate what he does instead of me dictate what he does, because that's come out in the past. The Jason Kidd ego has sort of gotten in the way. Yeah. That's a huge thing. That's a massive thing tomorrow. Yeah, it's like today. You know, yeah, it's today. But like we've heard so much about like who's going to be the person to get in Luca's face, and because Rick really didn't do that a lot, you didn't see those interactions. And you know, is it Igor? Is it Jason Kidd? Who you know, who is that? Like, is that something? You know, that whole dialogue. Like, is that what Luca wants? Like, he can be coached, guys. Like we've seen this before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm so curious on the Jason Kidd Luca dynamic. Is it gonna be something super tight, super close, like Kidd with you know with Giannis, with Chris Middleton, uh, even with you know LeBron, those guys as assistant in you know in LA? Is it gonna be something like that, or is it or is there gonna be a little friction at the beginning because Kidd's gonna be getting in his face and telling him stuff that maybe Rick never told him? Absolutely. That's going to be massive stuff. Coming up, let's get into some more stuff about bigger questions we want to have asked. Chris Porzingis, Jason Kidd, even Nico Harrison, some other players down the roster, and we still have to tell you our news about Media Day. So we'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about a new fantasy basketball app that will help you with something that you just deal with every time you play fantasy basketball and that is sleeper they have a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball it's called game pick it's only available on sleeper and game pick owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's total score ensuring that an even number of games gets played between opponents you always run into the well my player plays four games and this other player plays three games and so you get the advantage or you get a disadvantage there's all this kind of stuff that you just run into go to sleeper and use their sleep you know the sleeper app Download it right now. Start your league using Game Picks. It's at, it's awesome to be able to just pick one game a week. It's better strategy. It's not just whoever has the most numbers in terms of games played and all that kind of stuff. They've cracked the fantasy basketball code. Again, download the Sleeper app and start your league with friends today. You will not be disappointed. Also, let me tell you about 
maybe the one thing that will save your Mavericks watching season this year. I think this is honestly, there's I think there's one or two streaming services that will actually have the Mavericks, and Direct TV Stream is one of those. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game, another one that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone. You got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. The good stuff happens to be Mavericks games, Bally Sports. DirecTV can have that with a certain package. So go to directtv.com. You can learn more about it. Check out the different options. And you can get Bally Sports on there. That was I was trying to figure out how are we gonna watch Mavs games? And DirecTV stream is one of those. Go to directtv.com. Again, directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some more stuff about Media Day. What are the biggest questions we have about Media Day? We're going to be telling you about that. Uh, but thank you for making Lockdown Maps your first listen every day. We're still going to get that Media Day news, but make sure you, your second listen of the day is Lockdown Fantasy Basketball with Josh Lloyd, the number one fantasy basketball podcast. All right, Isaac, what's your second biggest question of Media Day? After after talking to Luca, after asking Luca, you know, about his offseason about Jason Kidd, about all that. What's your second biggest thing that you're wanting to ask somebody? Um, oh gosh. Um, I mean, I, I want to hear about the Luca Kristaps relationship. And from I want both sides. I want to hear it from three different sides, really. I want to hear it from Jason mm-hmm. Kidd's side. I want to hear it um just like what he thinks about it uh, from his standpoint, what he thinks about two players that are maybe not on the exact same page. And I want to hear it from Porzingis and Luca. I want to hear in their own words of like, hey, was this overblown? Was this, you know, is there friction there? It's like, hey, that's just part of it. And we're like, we're working together. Like, we're excited for this season. And we're going to, you know, that. Is like, either player going to answer this question, though? That's the, see, this is what I'm kind of worried about. I can see that, Porzingis answering it. Porzingis answers everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing we like about him, right? That he's going to answer everything. He'll give a thought about it. Luca will. If he, you know, wants to say something, maybe he'll say a sentence, but I'm not sure that like that they're going to, they're just going to say, no, it was overblown. And that was it, right? Is, is that the answer they're just going to give us? I don't know if they'll say it was overblown. I just, I think they'll, they'll definitely both try to downplay it, but I just want to see if they acknowledge it. That's, that's my only thing. Like, do yeah. they, cause there was definitely tension there. Like every, a lot of people just reported on it. It, it was there. So I want to see how they just address it. I mean, it has to be thrown out there. There was even reports that, uh, yeah, I think along with the Luca Chris Ops relationship, I think my biggest question for to ask Porzingis is, you know, and, and even I think I'm going to ask Jason Kidd this instead. But what did Jason Kidd have to convince Chris Ops Porzingis about to make him not want to trade? Because there was reporting recently that that Porzingis wanted to trade at the end of the season and that he was going to get traded, and we both expected him to be traded at the end of the season. We thought that was the big thing the Mavericks were going to change. Yep. Instead, the big thing they changed was the front office and the coach, which was massive, massive change. So, what changed for for Porzingis? Did did Jason Kidd tell him something? Was it something that changed? <laughs> KP's between, like Rick's gone. <laughs> was it something that changed between Luca and KP's relationship? Right. It's it's. I think it's one of those two things. Yeah. And so, what changed for Porzingis to make him not want to demand a trade? Or the Mavericks told him no. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe that's what happened. But uh, I think that's a big thing that goes along with the Luca KP relationship. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's the biggest thing with KP. I mean, we're obviously going to talk about his health. Um, where he's, you know, where he's at right now. We'll all take a drink when he talks about the healthy off season. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing with KP. Then you just get into some of the, like the role players. It's like, you look at a guy like Jalen Brunson, Brunson, you know, his role in a team, he's up for a contract extension. Hasn't happened yet. That deadline's coming, you know, in October. Um, so at some point we got to figure out like, w- 
what are they going to do with Brunson? How is Brunson feeling going into this season? We just watched him in a Clippers series where he didn't have a big role on that team. You know, like he got kind of got played off the in the floor and couldn't find minutes. And Rick kind of benched him at times. And how how is he feeling going into this season? Yeah, I think my question for him is going to be, you know, you were averaging like 20 minutes a game the first four games against the Clippers. The last three games, you averaged 10 minutes a game. What, you know, what do you, what can you do this season and this offseason to earn those minutes and to be, yeah. to play more? Like, what can you, do? kind of like, the the question is kind of, how can you stay in that series and play in that series? What can Jalen Brunson do, you know, to become that better secondary creator the Mavericks want? Can he fill those shoes a little bit until they get somebody else or and, and enough how does, that they don't have to get somebody else. Yeah. And like, how does he feel about the secondary creator conversation? Yeah. Like that has been a conversation that is not just a media driven conversation. I mean, Mark Cuban was at a, a school here in Dallas at the early part of the summer saying that like, <laughs> yeah, we got to get a, a wing another guy who can you know score the basketball and stuff. And so I, you know, I'm, I'm curious. That was more, you know, I think if you had to pick a player that was more directed at, uh, it probably impacted KP a little bit more than Brunson. But it's like, yeah. can Brunson be the secondary creator that we all envision Dragic or Kyle Lowry, all these names we talked about over the summer? How does he feel about that? Does he think that he's that guy? Or is he like, no, I want to be that guy? Or I'm like, hey, whatever role they want me in, then I'm good. Those are probably the big questions that are going to be going around about Luca, Porzingis, Brunson. We want to share our news now. Oh, oh, let's go. Let's 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 show real quick about what media day is. So like if you're unfamiliar with media day, it happens at the beginning of every season. It's kind of like the kickoff party, except it's not a party for players because it's the the first day of school. When you talk about the syllabus, it's picture day and it's like, uh, I don't know, like your like yearbook signing all at one, all in one day. So <laughs> it's like so all, t- all that stuff at once. <laughs> so typically in pre-COVID years, this would happen at American Airlines Center. They would have all of these different stations. So it'd be like all the TV stations. They would have Dallas Morning News, newspapers, Mavs.com would have a station set up with all this like backdrop stuff. They would have all these different rooms that were stationed off with people that they would record stuff that you would see like on the Jumbotron. They would have NBA TV there. Maybe yeah. ESPN would be there. Like basically 20 to 30 different stations. And then in between all of that, as the players are rotating around one by one to each station, they would have these distinct press conference times to where like Luca would be one o'clock on the dot. And for 15 minutes, he would take questions from all the reporters. So basically all the reporters and media could walk around and ask players stuff in between their, you know, stations. But basically you're just going for, you know, the, the press conference room at their designated time. Now in COVID years, <laughs> um, it's, the main press conference part of it is all on Zoom. So all the, you know, all media will have access to that Zoom. You can ask questions over Zoom and then, but there's still going to be the stations around. So they're still going to, you know, make their stations around for the media that, you know, is allowed there to have a, you know, a setup and stuff to take pictures of the players or ask them questions or whatever. And Nick, for the first time this year, Lockdown Maps, yours truly, Nick and myself, we're going to have a station at Mavs Media Day. And the players and the players are going to rotate through and uh talk with both of us including Jason Kidd and yeah, we're you're going to get all this bonus content from us. So like you're going to see a lot of the quotes from the press conferences like tweeted out and stuff cuz a lot of people will be in those Zoom sessions. The only the only t- like access people will have to our interviews We'll be like, you're going to have to watch that on YouTube or listen to it on the podcast as we're dropping it over the next few days. 
Yep, so we will be one of the stations. It's a really big deal for us, and so we are, are very happy. Thank you to you know WFAA who helped us do this, and with and for Maps PR and all that stuff. Uh, thank you to everybody. But yeah, it's going to be, for you guys listening for the Raccoon Squad. It's going to be awesome because we're going to have basically a one-on-one with every single with every player that we can get, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Uh, and we'll put those all on YouTube in full, and then we'll do some fun stuff with them and all that kind of stuff. Everything you expect from Lockdown Maps. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's going to be awesome. So that means we're also there on media day. There's only going to probably be like 10 to 12 media people in person, uh, which is insane that we are part of that. And now we have, we've gotten to that point, but yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. So if you have not subscribed to the podcast, yeah. cause we're going to be, it's going to be uh, subscribe on, on, uh, on YouTube because we, it, everything's going to be on video. And so everything will, will be in mass. We have but- some good questions planned, like questions that you will want answered some serious questions like some of the ones that we're talking about that we want to ask Jason Kidd. We want to ask Porzingis about his relationship with Luca, see what he tells us straight up and, you know, more of a small table interview setting. And then we have a lot of fun questions too. Like there's a lot of funny I, stuff. Should I give him one of them? Give, give him one of the fun questions. We're going to, one have. of my fun questions is, would you rather fight <laughs> one Bobon sized squirrel or a hundred squirrel sized Bobons? This is the content that locked on will give you. <laughs> It's no one else is asking that question on media day. <laughs> Lockdown Mavs takes on media day. That's going to be, I might chronicle a lot of this on Twitter or Instagram. Just like, yes. Uh, follow us at Lockdown Mavs at Isaac L. Harris at Nick Van Exit. Uh, get, yeah, get us to that next level. And we will uh, be sharing all kinds of stuff, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff from media day. So coming up, let's talk more about the things that we want answered on media day, maybe some fun stuff. And then I'll, I'm going to get Isaac's takes on some rapid fire stuff that he didn't talk about last week. So we'll talk about cool. that coming up but before we do let me tell you about built bar built bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar they're delicious i eat them all the time i literally i'm doing asmr again you can just you can hear i just had the coconut or the uh cookie dough chunk i just had that one today they're great it's got a little cookie dough in it and you're like how can this bar possibly have just like six grams of sugar in it it doesn't make any sense that it is but it does they have new bars coming out all the time mint marshmallow puffs banana cream puffs as well as coconut marshmallow puffs. I love the puffs. They got marshmallow in all of them. Go to built.com. Use the promo code locked on, locked15. Promo code locked15 to get 15% off any box of built bars. You can do a bunch of different ones. You can just do three different bars in a box. They are great. We eat them a lot. Buy them. They're great. That's it. Buy them. <laughs> Buy them. That's my pitch. <laughs> all right, Isaac, let's get into. Some more questions we want answered at Media Day. Um, I think I'm going to ask, I, I want to ask Nico Harrison, was there a trade or a deal this summer that happened or that was going to happen that he thought was done that didn't end up being done? Because that always seems to happen. And Cuban always seems to have a, we thought this was done yeah. and it wasn't, right? Donnie like, was would, there one Donnie this would year? always say that too. Was there one this year? Yeah, right. Was there one this year? I'm curious if you would tell us that. I just think he's going to be so trained up that he's going to be like, oh, you know, we're always talking, always staying active. Yeah, do, do we miss the out? window of, of him being honest about stuff? <laughs> <laughs> and him now just being, because he was kind of new to it, right? Like his the the introductory press conference with Nico Harrison and Jason Kidd and Cuban and Sim Marshall was Nico Harrison's first press conference as a person that would have a press conference, right? Yeah. Like it had never happened for him before at Nike. Uh, where he was the one answering questions and he was helping people answer questions, but yeah. So maybe he's been media trained up by the time we get to him, but I'd be interested to see if, if there's a hint at a Dragic deal or a hint at, you know, we thought the Lowry thing was done and, you know, something like that. 
Yeah, I want to. I mean, I want to ask him how many Nike shoes he owns. Um, <laughs> I mean, this. I'm assuming this will be one of your rapid fire questions for me at the end of this. But I want to ask him why he didn't bring Bob back, and just that. You know, the Vulgaris, you know, story came out, um, you know, when I was out and um, yeah. Let, let's get it. So let's get <laughs> into it because we talked about this story while you were gone. Haralaba Vulgaris is not coming back. And uh, in the story, Brad Townsend got the scoop of the Dallas Morning News. So go check out Brad Townsend's piece on it. Yeah. But in it, it specifically mentions that Nico Harrison made the decision to not bring back Haralaba Vulgaris. Yeah, so was, it was Nico was- Harrison's decision to do it. So. That was Why? Nico Harris's Harrison's decision. That's what it said. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm saying that he he's calling the shots. He it, that's a positive sign to see Nico Harrison that he's getting that power to make those type of decisions. Was it the right decision? Yes, 100%. <laughs> we have no qualms in not bringing no. back Haralaba, right? No. Like that no. it's done. When when the star player and seemed like a bunch of other people in the organization were like I'm done with this guy. Yeah. We should all be done with this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, yeah, it, it's fine. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Bob's doing just fine in Greece or Bob's where, doing great. Wherever he, and he actually fired off a few tweets that day too. Uh, I saw some of that and uh, that I thought were interesting. Of he can tweet again now. Yeah, so. it's just like Magic Johnson when Magic Johnson was done with the, the being in the Lakers front office, he could tweet again, and now Haralabak can tweet again. <laughs> um, all yeah. right. Another question. I know you're going to ask. This is another thing I wanted to ask. Take get your take on. Patrick Beverly did an Instagram live and said Luca was the toughest player he's ever had to guard, but he's got quote, I've got something for him this year. What would Patrick Beverly possibly have for Luca this year? He's and got, I know he's we got him ask a, Luca about it. He's got him a winter coat from Minnesota. <laughs> no, bro, you don't have anything for Luca. I'm sorry. Yo, I was listening to Zach Lowe and John Krasinski of you know uh, Minnesota Timberwolves reporter at the athletic. They don't think Patrick Beverly's gonna even start for them. Uh, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, who would he start over? <laughs> I mean, he's not going to start over Russell and Anthony Edwards. We'll start with them. Start over uh, like Jaden McDaniels. Um, uh, but know. so that, but I bring up that point because he's going from starting on the Clippers to now coming off the bench for the Timberwolves. <laughs> maybe, maybe be quiet a little bit. <laughs> like, um, spoiler alert. I want to ask Luca about Pat Beverly. Yeah, right. That's why I brought it up because I know you're going to ask him about it, and we'll yeah. see what we'll see what Luca has to say. We'll see if he's into that or not. Yeah. Uh, while you're gone, JJ Redick announced his retirement. Great career. Hats off to him. I I've talked about this before, but I absolutely hated this man when he was in college, and I hated him at Duke. <laughs> he was so annoying to root against, but I I haven't done an about face more on a player than him getting to the league. And then I had this like weird phase where I'm like, do I really, am I really starting to like JJ Redick at this point? <laughs> this, this is no I think way. A lot of people had that. I know. And JJ then, Redick. and then towards the end, I loved him and I love what he's doing with the podcast media world. And yeah. he's great. And, you know, also, you know, obviously Gallagher works, does a lot of work for him. And uh, yeah, I mean, we like Gallagher to be employed. <laughs> yeah. And hats off. <laughs> yeah. Hats off to him. Now he can live in Brooklyn with his family and do his thing. There was a reporting over the weekend that Christoph Porzingis wanted to be traded from Tim McMahon. Quote, at the end of last year, Porzingis wanted to be traded. My understanding is he feels like he has a fresh start with the coaching change. He's had the healthy offseason. <sighs> He's coming back with a refreshed feel. What is it? What's the feeling? What changed? That's that's a big thing. But were you surprised that Christoph Porzingis wanted to trade himself? Zero percent. Not surprised at all. <laughs> Not surprised at all. That I mean... 
we hinted about the about that on this podcast. There's a reason why, like, yeah, I don't want to get into like the whole like we're not in the reporting world, but um, there's a reason why we expected him to be gone, and yeah. I I did. I expect him to be gone going into the season or into the off season, and then you know the whole Rick Donnie thing happened, and you know, yeah, I don't want to get into all that, but I think I mean that's your answer. That point blank, it's a new coach. I mean, I joked about it a little bit ago, but if Rick was if Rick was coming back, then I don't think KP's here. Mm. Yeah, we thought one of those things was going to change. Donnie, Rick, or KP. And it turned out those the two guys in leadership. Yeah. Uh, while you were gone, SI and ESPN both did their annual offseason player rankings. I didn't see SI do one. but ESPN had, had Luka at four after Durant, Giannis, and LeBron. And SI had... Luca at six after KD, Giannis, LeBron, Steph, and Jokic. So basically, the difference between the two is that ESPN thinks that Luca is better than Steph and Jokic, and SI does not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think it's either way. I mean, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, you're just you're picking things here and there. I, I would personally put him over Steph. I think the Jokic one is a little hard. Jokic just won MVP um, and put up some just insane numbers and has had a little bit more playoff. Uh, experience and you know success then Luca, not, not that stuff <clears throat> yeah yeah well success than than luca um i just think he's a top six player who is seven on that list do we know like i like i put luca over james harden and on the si yeah on the si list it went uh number one kd Giannis, lebron steph Jokic, luca at six yeah then harden and <clears throat> anthony davis Kawhi leonard who is weirdly placed on this list because you're like are you trying to put him lower because of the injury or he not, you know, like, yeah. See, I, <clears throat> I think it's a top seven. I think Kawhi is in that and it's, you know, and Harden would be out. Yeah. Yeah. Harden and bead a D Dame. They're all, out I just there. think they're in a tier, a slight tier below Harden and bead Dame. And some of those tears for fears. Uh, here's one on the SI list. Christoph Porzingis was like 58. I think mm-hmm. over him was Deandre Hunter. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> no thoughts? Um, no. <laughs> All right. What what should people expect from Media Day today? What kinds of things are going to come out? What should people be <clears throat> looking for? Uh, we're not 100% sure if it's being streamed anywhere. Mavs.com usually does something like that, but we're not yeah. sure because of the, the way that they're changing it this year. Um, they may put precedent towards not streaming it so that media can actually media, like so they can actually report stuff. But we'll see, because a lot of people are going to be stuck on Zoom, uh, reporter-wise. So we're not 100% sure. I get, I'm getting questions about that in DMs. But what should people expect? Um, I mean, <clears throat> it's the first media day without Rick Carlisle. You know, like, I think that's the that's the biggest thing. I, I think that will be the, the number one thing. We're having a new guy at the helm, Jason Kidd. Every player is going to get asked about Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd's going to get questions again, you know, the last time. We, we, you know, we saw Jason Kidd was on stage with Reggie Bullock and all those guys uh, on that Friday, you know, introducing the new guys. And I think he'll just get more questions probably about the offseason. And I, I think Jason Kidd's the the bigger story. Like we're all we all know what to expect from Luca. Like, we'll yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll examine. I think one of the biggest things, you know, for media day is always fun is the media that's on the ground there. That's like, oh, man, Luca looks slimmer. And uh, just wait, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'll tweet a picture out tomorrow. And I'll make it like, and I'll t- tweet. I make Luca Slim question mark, and just we should, we should come up with a name for it. Skinny Luca or 
We'll we'll put it out there. Luca Light. Oh, that's it. And, Luca uh, Light. Yes, that's what it is. And L I T E. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a it's a fun day. Typically, it's was more like relaxed because they're doing a lot of fun, like random funny stuff too. Yeah, like, like, yeah. You mentioned every everything you see in in arena that's like. Okay, can you name 10 states, you know, or can you, how many states can you name in 10 seconds? Like those yeah. videos where they put it against a fan. All that stuff gets done today, Monday. Like all or that like, stuff. Or like those 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 videos you see on the Jumbotron of like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Day off. Yeah, the feature and, presentation. And yeah. it's just the heads and, you know, they're like moving. Make a, it's literally them in a room to where somebody has a clipboard saying, make a surprise face. Yeah. Make a, you know, you're sad. Make And they're like making all these faces, turning their heads, doing... And then they just capture all that and then put it into make it into this video. It's crazy, but that's the type of stuff Media Day is. A lot of these, you know, photos you'll see on USA Today that's used for yep. all the stories stuff. All that it'll, stuff. It'll be there. And so yeah, I, I think that's the who who has the biggest like body transformation? It's the who's lost weight, who's put on more muscle. Is Josh Green showing up just jacked? And we're like, whoa, jacked Josh Green. And uh he's <laughs> hashtag Jack Josh. If we had time, we would do the media day, you know, bingo of who put on, you know, 10 pounds over yeah. the off season and, you know, the he- healthy off season for KP. And should I find her one from last year real quick? <laughs> um, But no, it, it should be fun. And then, you know, training camp kicks off, you know, kicks off on Tuesday, big time. And then, you know, I have our media day from the last three media day bingo from the last three years. Wow. On here. Uh. We've got Luca's asked about video games. Luca and KP are mentioned as one of the great duos in the league. That's not maybe happening anymore. Uh, Rick Carlisle claps back at a reporter. That one's gone. Shucks. Uh, this was 2020. So DeLon Wright is asked about his relationship with Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Shout out to DeLon Wright. The Miami trip is mentioned. You remember the Miami trip? I remember that, that one. Went on? Yeah. Uh, I guess that was from 2019. That one's from 2019. Anyone says the word tanking. That was from tw- from the 2019 media day because they had tanked the year before, kind of tanked it the year before. You, you know who I'm excited about seeing? Frank Nelikina. Mm. I, I want to see his 7-1 wingspan like next to us. I think he's going to be a guy that like, media will be like, oh, man, he's bigger than I thought. And Yeah, yeah. Because he's like 6'6 six, six with like a 7-foot wingspan, right? Yeah, I'm waiting for the Nelikina buzz to – He's my he's my under the radar prediction for training camp that there's going to be a Nilakina buzz that he's killing it in camp and like everything. Media Day 2018 Euroleague is referred to as the quote second best league in the world. <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr. is asked about playing off the ball. Oh wow. Luka Doncic is asked about Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> no. Let's... Harrison Barnes is asked about rebounds, free throws, or assists. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> These are all things that we were like, all right, let's let's guess what things are going to be asked on media day. Yeah, and we put a bingo. Uh, Devin Harris jokes that the third time is the charm because he <laughs> came back to the Mavs for the third time. Uh, DeAndre Jordan is asked jokingly about Emoji Gate. <laughs> Good stuff, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. We appreciate it. We will have so much stuff for you coming up the next couple of days. So subscribe on YouTube. Thank you for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen of the day. Follow us on Twitter. For your second listen, go to Lockdown Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd's doing an amazing series preview. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. So, oh.